1: Yes,
0: we are the brave We'll fight you in day. The name of the brave We are the U.S. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, uh, Veteran B. Real listeners. It's Sergeant Be Real here. I have Gene Lamontz. Lem- <laughs> I just I just said it ten times, Gene, and I screwed it up. So I got Gene. He's an Army vet. He's going to come on here real quick. He's going to talk to you a little bit about what he did in the Army, which is actually kind of very unique because Gene was part of a very special thing in, in the military while he was in. So he's going to talk real quick about that. And he's going to go on to what he did after the military, and kind of talk to you about what he's doing, what he did, and what he's doing now. And I'm kind of excited about it because Gene wrote a book and did a whole bunch of great stuff. So I'm super I'm excited super to have you on, Gene, so thanks for being on the show with me. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about – let's start off with – tell us a little bit about your time in the military, and then we'll lead into the job stuff after. So tell us a little bit about your time in the Army, what you did in the Army stuff. Okay, well, when I uh, – you know, as I mentioned to you earlier, my, uh,
1: my career started when I was about 12 years old, and I started shooting trap. And I was very fortunate. I had a very good coach, and he led me down the road that uh, helped me to succeed – And I won many, many uh, awards. Uh, And then in, uh, I want to say in 65, it might have been, Major Gilmore, who was in charge of the uh, uh, U.S. uh, shooting team in the Army, approached my parents and said, we would like to have your son uh, come into the Army when it's time. And so the time came around, it was during Vietnam, and uh, I went. Uh, in the Army. I went to basic training at Fort Ord, California. After basic training, went straight back to Fort Benning, Georgia, and I was on the United States shooting team. That's and uh, we shot that, all over.
0: Gene, that's weird, because that, that was my very first duty station was Fort Ord, California, and I was there when they closed Fort Ord. So that, that's ironic that your basic training was at Ord, and that was my very first duty station. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went through basic training there, and yeah. uh, it was great. I became a platoon leader, and uh, uh, and again, I uh, went back to Fort Benning and shot uh, on the team. We practiced every day. Uh, we competed uh, in Europe. I shot in the pre-Olympics in Mexico City, wow. shot in Canada. Uh, then we went to Europe and shot against the uh, Russians, the Czechs, the uh, uh, East Germans, the Germans, uh, or West Germans, I should say, and um, the Italians, the Swiss, all over. All the different Olympic teams we competed against and the very first shoot that we shot in was in Bern, Switzerland, for the Grand Prix of Switzerland. And uh, it, now this is international trap. I broke 198 out of 200 and tied the world's record at 19 years old. And uh, wow. then we went on and Great. then we went on and took, I took second European championships in Belgium. And, uh, and then in 69, went back again, and we did basically the same thing. And I tied the world's record in Italy when I won the Cup of Nations in Milan, Italy. And, uh, wow. and so then after the time of shooting on the US team, uh, a man, my name is Samuel Halleck DuPont III, who was at DuPont, owned a company here called Kriegoff Shotguns. And he hired four of us off the teams. And uh, he said, I just want you guys to go around and shoot the guns and win. We said, okay. And it's like golf, you know, you watch the the golfers out there, the ones who win are the ones that are promoting the product that people want to buy. And so that's kind of what we did. And then in 1972, I want to say it was, at the Grand American in Vandale, Ohio. uh, I walked off, I put my gun in the rack, and I looked at Hal, and I said, Hal, it's time to start a career. And he said, what do you mean? I said, there's no money here. I have to start a career. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. And Shooting was such a big part of my life that uh, I couldn't do both and do justice to either one. So I decided to put my gun up and uh, you're going to ask my wife, I never picked that gun up for 15 years. Wow. I didn't want, I just didn't want that feeling to come over me again. So then from there, I went ahead and started a, a career in my, in the industry, which is what I sold my companies in, it was in the shooting business and hunting. And I went to work, uh, started off in a retail store. I worked there for about a year or two. And then I worked for a wholesale company in their, uh, uh, in the warehouse and and started filling orders and shipping and taking orders, et cetera. And then from there, I became a a regional sales manager. Wow. And... then from there i went on to uh, become a vice president of sales and marketing for a company in alexandria virginia called inner arms and they were an import company and then by 1998 i think it was uh sam cummings who owned that company passed away and the family no longer wanted it and by january 1 2000 started a little company uh With the Howard Rifles out of Japan uh, by the name of Legacy Sports International. And uh, from there, we uh, stayed there in Alexandria for a few years and then in 06 moved the company to Reno, Nevada and uh, started up business here because it was in Old Town Alexandria, it was just getting a little too uh, political and it was time to move a gun company from there to a, a state that was more friendly. And so that's what we did. And then uh, uh, we grew the company to a high of $38 million. And then in 2009, I bought a company called Turner's Outdoorsman in Southern California. It was about 30 days from going bankrupt. Uh, We put $2 million into the company for inventory only. It was owned by a private investment group out of Newport Beach. We diluted them down to 25%. We retained 75%. And uh, the $2 million is strictly for new inventory only because we had to build that back up to start creating more sales. And uh, we did that. And I've got to be honest with you, from that day forward, on June 19th, I think it was, we never looked back. The company made money almost instantly. And uh, by the time 2016 came around, I had grown the company from 11 stores to 19 stores in Southern California, from Oxnard all the way down to El Cajon and built it to a $165 million company. And uh, we were very, very lucky, very successful in a very short period of time. And, And I need to back up on you for a minute because in 2014, we had an investment group out of New York City approach us. To buy the company, oh wow! And uh, yeah, it was really exciting. Uh, little did I know what the company would be worth. I knew we were doing very well, right? And they came in and we sat down, and they made an offer to us for seventy-five million dollars. Wow! Yeah, that's
0: a pretty good offer, and
1: it was pretty yeah. sizable. Yeah. But here's 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 the kicker: we walked away, and the reason was they brought a person in that sat down in front of me at my desk, and he said, Gene, he said, you know, we appreciate everything you've done. He said, we're going to bring in our own CEO. I said, that's fine. I understand that. I said, I get it. And uh, he said, uh, uh, during the interviewing process, we don't want you to be a part of it. Okay, now I'm starting to think, okay, uh, it sounds a little weird to me, but all right, maybe they know things that I don't. So then he said, by the way, we're going to bring in our own financial people. And I said, well, what about Michelle, my CFO? They said, well, we'll have a place for her. And then he went on. And uh, when he left, I uh, made the decision that it was time to walk away from this deal because they were gonna come in and hurt all of my employees that got us to where we are. And as I told my wife, how much more money do we need? We do fine, we've done very well and i said i am not going to allow this company to come in and hurt our people and i we turned the offer down and walked away
0: yeah see that's the old army in you that's the old sergeant looking out for his troops kind of attitude yep so yeah that's good man i'm, I'm proud yeah, of you yeah. that was a that was yeah, a yeah. very significant impact for you because you could have just as easily just said yeah, okay bye and, left, and Everybody would have to fend for themselves, but that, that's amazing, Gene, that you were willing to, to just say, hey, we'll just hold on to it then because that, you're not doing that to my people. That's, that's pretty awesome, man. Yep. You, uh, you, you do have to make those decisions
1: in life, and uh, some of us do and some don't. Yeah, and I yes, think, I unfor- unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of people that would have taken the money and ran and yeah. never looked back. And you're right. Those are the people that probably never spent one day in the military. And they don't know what it's like to be with.
0: Yeah, they, don't, they really don't understand what team really means. They understand yeah. the verbiage of it. They understand the, the book answer to it, but they don't understand the living of, you know, those guys. Like you just said, those guys built that company. with you put all their sweat and tears into it, got you to where you were to get that even to get that offer. And for you yeah. to put them at risk because they might lose their job or be demoted or moved around or whatever that. yeah, I mean, that's just, that's straight up. Military leadership, you know what I'm saying? You're stepping up and taking the bullet for the team and saying, "Nope, I'm just not going to sell it. Then I'll just suck it up and we'll keep going because I'm not hurting my people." So, yeah, to me, yeah. I mean, that's that's as that's as heroic as you can be as a man and or as a business owner is to say, "My people are more important than me." Me and my wife are doing fine. We're okay. We'll be fine. Continuing on and driving on. So that's that's amazing, man. I'm I'm super proud of you. I'm super proud to even know you now because that's kind of. Leader that I would want—that's kind of man I would want to work for. I knew that, that was gonna. If I'm busting my butt for him, he's gonna step up for me and be there for me. I mean, that's huge. I'm sure your yeah. employees loved you for that. So yeah, I'm sure that that went over really we, well with them.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you know there there's an awful lot of uh, rewards that come if you do it right in owning a business, and that is when we when we bought Turner's. One of the things I did was I implemented a uh, a bonus program for our store managers, right. and it was all based on results, obviously. Yeah, how come and every every six months, every January, no, excuse me, every month they were given a budget and they received a bonus. The bonus they earned in January, they received in February. Because my philosophy was the more you do that and they see it, the harder they're gonna work to keep building up and building up yeah. and make more money. Yeah. And I and to make this story short, was that I was in my office one day and we had a, a manager's meeting there and uh, one of the managers from our San Bernardino store walked in and he said, Gene, he said, can I talk to you? And I said, yeah. So he walked over and he says, I want to shake your hand. I said, for what? He said, because of this bonus program you implemented a couple of years ago, my wife and I just bought our first home. And I go, oh, my God. Yeah. I thought to myself, I mean, that's enough to make you cry. Yeah, I, myself, wow. I didn't realize that it would have that kind of an impact. And, and it did and that's uh that's very gratifying and yeah, yeah. Uh, knowing that you're able to uh help wow. people
0: uh yeah with their lives and you know the thing for me gene is like because I, I own a few businesses i run a non-profit i do a whole bunch of stuff and i and i'm big about that too like i make sure all my employees are paid first before anything else goes out for any bills you even get paid i make sure my employees get paid first and that's just my attitude about it but you know, for you to note that feeling that you were impacted, but here's the other thing to catch 22 to all that is you instilled that bonus, not only to help the employees, but to help your own business, because it made your business more successful because now you got those guys pushing harder to do better. And the benefit went to both the company and that individual person that could earn that bonus. So I mean, that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a no-brainer to come up with stuff like that to help you. Because I'm, I'm getting ready to start a business here in a minute. It's a franchise. But I'm going to be offering commissions to every one of my employees for everything they sell in the store. They're going to make a commission on anything they sell in our organization so that way they can start building up and making more money and staying with me. Because that's what I want. I want my employees to stay with me. I don't want them to quit and walk away. I want them to be part of my group as we grow it. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's amazing, man. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, every time you lose an employee, it takes you six months to At retrain least. somebody. Yep. To, uh, it, to bring them up to the level that the other person was. And then you don't know if you're going to have the same quality. Right. And, and that, so my and you're philosophy. You're risking I, a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're risking a lot when somebody leaves. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to lose people. No, especially and, big people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I can appreciate so, that for sure, Gene. And that's amazing. Yeah. It was a
1: great, it was a great run and, uh, enjoyed it a lot. And We've, uh, and then in June of 17, I, uh, decided, decided to, uh, walk away and I some people bought me out yeah. and uh, they're still running the company and the people that I had there in uh, it's my vice president of uh, executive vice president he's now the president the CEO of the company so the the main structure is still there yeah,
0: the and, are still in place pretty much
1: yeah, yeah still in place and they're, and they're doing fine
0: that's great man I got and I'm sure you keep an eye on them anyway just to see how they're doing just because you have that instinct because that's who you are but yeah that's but it's awesome that, that the company was Because see, that's me too. When I leave, I want the legacy to continue as far as what I had for a vision. And if I can put somebody to replace me that worked for me for years and I can let, hand it off to him or her, they're going to maintain that thing. That's what I want. I want that yeah. legacy to be there with my company that when I leave it, it's still pushing to do the same mission and same outcomes. And that's what I want to hope for for my employees too, that they have that same vision with their leadership. So yeah, that's huge, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, yeah, you know, uh, what I will say
1: is, uh, what really helped me more than anything is, uh, to the military being in that. But when I started shooting the man, my coach, he taught me the mind part of the game, right? You can, ha- you know, it's, you can be very talented, but if you don't have the mind to hold things together, you'll never be a world champion. And, uh, and he taught me that part of the game. And I also uh, applied that mental attitude in the business and uh, uh, which really helped me an awful lot. And, and I, and I will say this, that anybody that's out there listening that whatever you did in school or high school, played sports, those coaches all tried to teach you the same thing. And that was to, to, to be determined to be the very best you can be. And that's what I had built into me by my coach. And yep. and I did the same thing in the company. I tried to instill that same attitude, that same uh, feeling that whatever you do in life, make sure you do it the very best you can because you've only got one shot at it and do it right.
0: Yeah, I mean... Listen, Gina, and that's the thing I talk about. Look, like yourself, you didn't stay in for 20 years. You stayed in for a time, which is respectable. You did your thing. You made it to sergeant, you know, da da da. Decided, hey, I want to try something different. And I respect the hell out of soldiers that come in the Army and and realize that this isn't the life for them necessarily 20 years. Maybe I just did what I needed to kind of teach me the type of man or woman I want to be. And now I want to go do something I want to do, you know, get into something else. So it's for me. But see, you took what you learned. And then you were able to implement that in kind of your personality and in your leadership style and in your business because you probably treated everybody the right way. You probably talked to them and motivated them. You know what I'm saying? So you, you learned as a young sergeant. I mean, I know when I made E5, that was the biggest thing for me. It was learning how to motivate my soldiers to get the job done without becoming, a you know, a dictator or a jerk or whatever. It was trying to find that niche to be that guy that my soldiers would count on, but also know that I held them accountable. So, I mean, it was kind of that in between. But the military teaches us so much that a lot of businesses can't teach you because they have the opportunity like you did. You had a coach that was teaching you the right way to shoot, but he's also teaching you how to be a good NCO, a good soldier because you're representing the army and da da da. da. So I mean, you 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 got lucky there. I think you got really lucky at a really good coach, but and and probably had probably a probably good NCO or officer, Bubby that that could do that. But what you took from that is where I think all you guys listen and all you people out there, soldiers, listen. Whether you did really you've done two years or you've got you've got 18 years in. It's about what you've learned and how you use it, how you take advantage of what the military has taught you. And like Gene, he just told you, he just made a $100 million company because of what he learned in the military. He took that values and those training and turned that into an opportunity when he got out of the military and turned it into a business that became successful because of the military. I mean, his training and background. I mean, it, there's, I'm sure that's a direct reflection, right, Gene? I mean, you would say your military training set you up for this, right? I mean, kind of. Oh, yeah. no question about it. Yeah, see, so... If you're listening, I honestly don't care. If you do two years or 20 years, what matters is what you take from the military and you, you represent the military as a veteran when you get out the right way by being that type of leader like Gene was, being that type of man who said, look, $75 million a lot of money, but if you're going to be jacking up my employees and moving people around and da-da-da, then that ain't for me. It isn't for my company because that's not what that's not the legacy I want to leave for my company. I want to hand it off to a guy like Gene did later. He handed it off to his boss his, 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 battle buddy who was running the company with him and now he's a ceo and he's got it running the same way he did so he has that feeling when he left that 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 legacy is still there so just take what you get from the military guys take all the positives let the negatives go and take the positives because there's way more positives than negatives i'm telling you i did 20 years and yes there were some bad times in the military for me but there was way more good than bad and and my life has become more successful because of my time there. just like gene's gene would not be where he was right now if bay back in high school when he was doing those skeet shoots or whatever and they just hey, "Come in," and he came in during Vietnam which was not a popular time to come in anyway and then he got through it and then he got out and did his thing and then here he is you know he's a he's a very successful man he's a very successful veteran veteran of a person got a family got all so it worked out so he took the positives and ran with it and I think that's the biggest thing for all my listeners out there listening is that doesn't matter how much time you do it matters how much results you want in your life when you get out and how better you want your life to be because of what you learned and i think gene is a perfect example of that
1: well i appreciate that
0: yeah i mean i'm, I'm super excited to get to know you gene i mean that that story alone it, it could i mean like you said you wrote a book right you have a book out right uh, yes i do and let's i've got a book real quick then yeah let's talk about that
1: okay well, the, the book, it's on Amazon. It's on a lot of other places, too. But Amazon is where it's located. And it's, right. uh, you can look it up by my name, Gene Lumsden. Right. And uh, it starts off with the uh, grand And how to, t- how to take your shot at the American dream. Right. And because of my shooting, we kind of use that, uh, right. yeah, yeah, that terminology. Yeah. That's right. And so, uh, and it is true. I mean, how did, everybody has, uh, trying to figure out how to take their shot at the American dream. And you know, if you look around what's going on in some of these cities and all these people protesting, there's still an awful lot of opportunities out there for someone to uh, start a business or to get involved with a company and just be determined as you are in the military. And um, like I said before, make the very best of what life gives you. You always, if you can't make it the best that you've got then you've not made, you've not made the right choices and you've got to make it the best.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's life, right? I mean, if you don't take advantage of the things and I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to order your book here and I might actually send it to you, have you sign it for me, but I'm going to, cause I'm one of those guys. I love having books that are written by veterans that I respect because I think that's the most important thing that we can do in life is support each other. And, and, and as veterans and also, you know, push that on our fellow veterans that they could their life can be better if that's what they want. They're just by the choices that they make. So that's that's a mm-hmm. So I'm excited, yep. man. I'm a i am I just ordered your book, so I'm good. I just actually just well, ordered it, so, You know,
1: one other thing that you and I have a mutual friend. Boone, we do, yeah. and uh, I don't know if Boone has told you the story, but when he came back from Iraq,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, he was in Walter Reed. He had a tough time.
0: Yeah, most of the guys that went there did, yeah.
1: Yeah, he had a very tough time. And he called me, and we were talking. And I knew, I told my wife, I said, I said, boom, he's not in good shape. So I talked to him again. I said, what do I need to do to get you out of there? So he told me, and I did. I gave him a job while he's at Walter Reed. I started him on a payroll immediately. I moved he and his family to Reno, Nevada. And that was the only way I can get him out of there. Because one thing I realized was that Boone needed to get back into civilization.
0: Yeah, he needed to get back
1: around people, yeah. That's exactly right. And yeah, I knew that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And, I, and I did that. And, uh, well, Boone, and I, Boone and I have stayed very close for many years since then. And then just one more thing. In 2010, yeah. I was awarded – the freedom award by secretary Gates.
0: Nice.
1: And, uh, that's the highest award given to a civilian by the defense department. And we went back to Washington DC for the ceremony and it was boom was with me. And, uh, it was, uh, it was a very nice, uh, it was a nice time in my life to be able to do things like that. And again, it just comes right back to the bonus programs and helping people. And because, right. uh, uh, That's that's what it's all about, helping people, and they they you help them,
0: they help you. Yeah, yeah, and and because of what you did, you turned Boone into that guy now that he's helped so many vets out there that have been struggling with so many things. I mean, you stop and think about what you really accomplished, Gene. This is a scary part for me because I know Boone. I have had a long relationship with. I've known him for years, and I met him a long time ago through some friends. But and I was stationed at Walter Reed, and I was a medic, and I was stationed at Walter Reed, and I dealt with a lot of guys that came back from the from Iraq and Afghanistan they got hurt and were sitting up there and I would go there and try to get them to come out and go have a beer with me or whatever just to kind of get them out of the room for a while but what you did by just showing an investment in Boone that guy has turned his life into a I mean that guy has turned into like the advocate for all veterans out there as far as you know making sure they're treated properly they have you know the opportunities for everything they need to do so I mean you really stop and think about the, how big of an impact you really had, Gene, just by doing that one simple thing, by getting him out, getting him a jo- getting him back on his feet. You turned the corner for thousands of veterans. I mean, you deserve – shit, you did deserve that medal that you got because what you did exploded in the veteran community to a point where you've made an impact on hundreds of thousands of lives. You probably not even know where you did it because you just took care of one vet, one fellow vet that you knew. But his life now has turned into what it has turned into because Boone is – you know, Boone is an amazing man, so – uh, and, and what he does for the veteran community is just it's staggering to what he does so yeah yep I agree super, I am super proud to know Eugene I mean to just know because I know Boone and I'm a i am I am a Boone Cutler is a huge a huge fan of me a huge fan of him I'm a few I mean he's just an amazing guy and him and his wife both have done so much for the veteran community it's un- unbelievable it's staggering how much he's done especially in that in that side of the country over there um, he's done a lot. So. And I'm blessed to know both of you now. I mean, that's a huge thing for me as a veteran to know guys like you who've made that big of an impact on that many lives. It's a, it's a big deal to me because I do it every day with my nonprofit. I assist about 4,000 soldiers and veterans every month. And wow. you average about 44,000 a year. So I know exactly what Boone feels, and I know how you should feel because of what you've accomplished with Boone because everything he's accomplished, I'm not saying, you know, it, it, but indirectly, Gene, what you did because of what you did for Boone, is just it's staggering to me because I don't think – I don't think people realize that there's always that one person in your life that's willing to make that one extra extra step and get take that step like you did and just get him get him on his feet moving around and now I so said look at this guy. He's a he's a star, you know what I mean, as far as the veteran community goes. So uh I'm super stoked to know you, Gene. I mean that's that's awesome. So thank you for that, sir. Well, I appreciate it. And yeah. uh, and like you said, Boone is a uh, he's a one of a kind. He is, yeah. And if you guys know, everybody knows we had Boone on the show a while back. So there is an episode of me and Boone talking. So if you're not sure who Boone Cutler is, go back, listen to that video, listen to that, that, that episode. You can check the show notes so you can check out his websites and all the stuff he does. He's got the, the Spartan Pledge, and he does a whole bunch of different things for soldiers and veterans. That's amazing. And Gene is basically the godfather to Boone because Boone would not be who he is right now if it wasn't for Gene. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you want to really look at the nuts and bolts of it, I'm sure there's other people in Boone's life that have pushed him too. But – Gene is evidently one of the people in the beginning that really got him on his feet again so he could do what he's doing now. So thank you for that, Gene, because Boone is, Boone is an amazing advocate for all of us, and, and you made that possible with what you did for him. So thank you.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So last thing I'm going to ask you, Gene, is what I ask every one of my guests. Other than buying your book, which is what I just did, because I just, I just love veterans who have books, because so, I love to read their stories, But I but other than ordering your book right now, what is something else that we as a veteran community can do to support what you're doing right now in your life, Gene? Is there something we can do to help support you? We, that's, you know, I've, uh,
1: since I sold out, I, I've been, I actually doing some consulting mm-hmm. um, consulting for a company out of Japan okay. uh, based on the U S market. And in, again, in the firearm business. Yep. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. Just by being on your show and being able to talk to all the different vets out there, yeah. uh, that's, to me, that's my accomplishment. And uh, that's what I, you know, I look forward to that. And and uh, it was really nice to be able to be on your show and, and to tell the vets out there my story. And yeah. if I can, like Boone, if I can help one or two or three, you know, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Well, I know for a fact, Gene. What I'm going to do for you is, I know a whole bunch of other veterans that run podcasts that I think that would love to have you on their show. So I'm going to link up with you after this and put you in touch with some of those guys and gals because I think your story, even if you just let in with you know, help. You talked about all this stuff so we talked, but when you get to that part where you stepped up for Boone and you did that, and, and Boone is such a figure that people know. I mean, it'll get your. It'll get that out there. It'll get that information because that's what I'm truly really trying to show my veterans. It only takes one of us as a veteran to step up for another vet. It only takes one. And that could change the lives of hundreds of us, if not thousands of us, because one of us took the time to make the passionate impact on that guy's life or gal's life. And then, then that person turns it into, they refocus like Boone did he refocus all his time, And he, boom, he took off like a, a bat out of hell. And that was because of what you did. So I push that every day here at my nonprofit, like just make your community stronger, make where you live a better place and it will impact The whole place, it'll impact everything because it'll make people want to be a part of your community. It'll make people want to do those things. And guys like Eugene that step up and just make, you know, it's, hey, honey, I got to go to, I got to go get Boone, I got to get him out of there. And then you go do it. That's a huge thing. And people don't realize that how much of an impact that really has. I mean, I almost want to get Boone back on the show now because I want to talk to him about his relationship with you because I think that story is a lot deeper to Boone than it's probably going to be to you in the sense that, You can't, you know what I'm saying, you were doing what you felt was right because that's who you are and that's the man you are and the soldier you were. But Boone, I'm sure, has got a much deeper impact of what you did because he can reflect on how his life changed because of that little step that you made. And I think for a lot of us as veterans that are in the kind of the spotlight or, you know, where people know us, we forget that there was that one fellow vet that did that for us that changed our lives, that made us who we are, that we can help as many vets as we're helping now. So that's huge. So. I am very proud to have had you on the show, Gene. I really mean that. I mean that with all my heart. I mean, I am I am flabbergasted at what you did and how you changed the lives of so many men now. I mean, it's just, it's it's awe-inspiring to me that you did that, so thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm sure. glad to be here, and uh, uh,
1: you had mentioned earlier you wanted some pictures and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: if you get a shot, just shoot a warm-to-me in the email. I just want to be able to do your flyer, and I want to make sure people know you. I know I saw your book picture. I might take fun kind of, you know, saying that's a good picture, too. I saw the book cover, but... Yeah, I think, uh, I think people need to – they need to meet you, Gene. People need to know who you are and be able to cut down. And all you listeners out there, remember, in the show notes, we're going to have contact stuff for, you know, where you can check out some of Gene's stuff, what he's done. I'll definitely have his Amazon book thing in there so you guys can order his book if you want to so you can find it. But I did exactly what he said. I just searched his name on Amazon, and it came up, and I found his book and bought it literally while we were on the show. Uh, so I'll have it in a couple days, so I'll read it. So, But other than that, Gene, I want to thank you again, sir. I am flabbergasted at who you are and the man you are and the community that you live in, how much better it is because you live there. So thank you for that, sir. Well, thank you. And uh, I'd like to uh,
1: leave this by telling everybody, have a merry, merry Christmas.
0: Yes, sir. We will. And I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you, sir. Well, that's a wrap everyone. Hope you all got something out of this podcast today. Please tell a battle buddy about us and stay tuned for our upcoming podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at www.veteransbereal.com. Support us, because we got your back. Till next time, everyone, I'm out of here.